0: 1. Remiston Castle, Essex, England, near the North Sea, early May 1275. Roland de Tournay found the seat of the Earl of Remiston easily enough. The castle dominated the rock-strewn promontory that jutted out like a tongue into the Thurgby River that flowed nearly a mile into the North Sea. The castle was in the Norman style, built by the present Earl's great-grandfather, and was more stark and weathered than comfortable, still more of a fortification and a garrison than a residence. Yet the present earl had lined the pockets of many merchants to add comfort to the austere grey stone castle, luxuries such as thick tapestries to blanket the stone walls and keep out the damp from the North Sea, as carpets in bright scarlets and royal blues, beautiful embroidered cushions for the three chairs, each made by an artisan of great skill. The dozen trestle tables and their long benches in the Great Hall, however, had not changed in three generations, and past living of all the common men and women who had shared their meals on the gnarled old tables still showed clearly, or the scuffs, or the knife-carved initials, or the old grease. The Great Hall of Remmerston was impressive, Roland decided, as he waited for the emergence of the Earl of Remmerston, Damon Lamarck. "'Roland knew he was being studied by several serving wenches "'and sent them a wink that caused giggles and purred smiles. "'He saw a female hurrying toward him, this one a lady, "'possibly the mistress of Remiston. "'She was in her thirties, brown-eyed, hair a dull red and of slight stature. "'She'd once been very pretty. "'Now she looked faded and tired, her shoulders slightly bowed. "'She looked beaten down.' Her expression, however, when she looked at him, suddenly changed, and she looked vertibly around her, then approached him quickly, her step light and quick as a girl's. You are Roland de Tournay, sir? She asked in a low voice that was soft and cultured. Aye, my lady, I come at the invitation of the Earl of Remiston, your husband. He will be here shortly. He is otherwise occupied just now. What did that mean? Roland wondered. The woman continued... I am Lady Catherine of Portescue, the current Earl's sister-in-law. His half-brother was my husband. Your husband was James of Portescue. I had heard he'd fallen by accident in a tourney just before he was to leave with Edward for the Holy Land. My sympathies, my lady. She again nodded her bowed head. Roland frowned. Couldn't she look at him eye to eye? Could she possibly be frightened of him? Do you know why Lord Remiston asked me to come here? Her head came up then, and he saw the strain in her fine eyes. And there was something else, fear, perhaps, which brought him fully alert. It concerns my daughter, she said quickly, glancing behind her. She grabbed his sleeve. You must find my child and bring her back safely, you must. Ah, here he comes. I dare not remain. I will leave you now, sir. She glided silently away, gone into the gaggle of serving wenches before the earl had seen her. Roland had a moment to study the Earl of Remiston as he strode toward him. He was a tall man in his late thirties, lean of build, a full head of white blonde hair, his eyes the palest of blues. His stubborn chin was beardless, his expression was obstinate. He didn't look to be an easy man. He looked to be a man who got his own way by any means necessary. Roland had-